Welcome back to another episode of the ONJ Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremiah. I'm your co-host, Orlando. Hope everyone having a good day, good night. And what we got first? First, I just want off this ep- start off this episode by saying Omar and Bailey. Where your mom at, nigga? <laughs> That's how we started, bro. That's how we started, bro. You, you saw <laughs> that, bro? Drake, Drake rented out a whole entire stadium just for that date, bro. Would you do that? Would you do Would something I like do that? that? With Drake money, bro? That's like $15 on my paycheck, bro. <laughs> if I had Drake money, that's like a $15 date, bro. Okay. But what, what what about like your current wife? Like you normal you have a normal salary like a dude like you making like 50, you know what I mean? Maybe 100. Man, I'm pretty sure 50 that my whole salary take goes into renting out that stadium, bro. You tripping. <laughs> but yeah, Mari Bailey uh I, 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 how you think like I feel bad for real kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got, like, biggest artists in the world. I don't know what they doing, like, in private. <laughs> FYI. You, you, know, you know what they doing. <laughs> you know what they doing. I don't want to say it. You, know I mean? you got the biggest artist in the world, you know, clapping, fucking, however you want to say it. Your old girl, and it's just like. I mean, I mean. And I'd hit out the park. No question. With all due respect. You what? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Uh, ain't she Ain't she fake, though? Huh? Ain't she fake though? I don't give a fuck. That's <laughs> still hit. Sure. Respectfully, respectfully, Ain't with all due respect. Like you doing a plastic bag, bro? This man said a plastic bag. What the fuck? I I don't know about all that. <laughs> like now. a ziplock bag. Bro. I, oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. I don't know about all that, bro. I don't know oh about all that. Oh my god! I ain't Mari Bailey's mom. She she she's like that though. I mean Drake. It's Drake though. He probably don't even gotta do that much. All he gotta do is probably play her like the Take Care album or something, and that's it, really. Amar Bailey ain't never gonna be able to hear Drake anymore, bro. I mean, he got a picture though with him. You know, that's that's fine. You know what I mean, you know, what do you think, bro? What do you think he was saying to him? Like, you remember uh, uh, the game that Drake had went to? What do you think like Drake was saying to him in his ear? I don't know. Great job. You're playing a great game. Like, imagine he was talking to him and then like. And then Amari Betty mom walked by, and then he's just like, "Like, what do you do if like if your if your favorite rapper say something like that about your mama? Uh, like, can you be mad at him? Or like, uh, like it's Drake. Uh, it's Drake. I like, mean, he, own, he owns the rap game right you, now. You, really. you can't be mad, bro. If if Drake's gonna be your stepdad, bro, you can't, <laughs> you can't be." <laughs> Damn, you taking it there? Step that? I mean, uh, Drake Drake ain't cuffing anything, but I mean, I'm just saying. Drake Drake's just there to hit it and quit it, but I mean. Oh my god, man, I had Michael B. Jordan there as his wingman too, and everything, bro. Like Drake, he needed need an excuse. He couldn't go alone, bro. He needed someone there for an excuse, bro. I mean, what better wingman to have than Michael B. Jordan too? Exactly, so it's like, bro, bro that's a that's an instant bag. And it's like yeah, we all knew why Drake was there. He wasn't there to watch the game. Bro. I thought he was. I actually thought he was. Really? I thought he liked basketball. You feel me? I I, I thought he was a true basketball fan. No, he is nah, a true basketball Sierra, fan. Sierra Canyon be bringing out some some celebrities now. You know, yeah. they brought out the Kardashians. Yeah. They brought out yeah. the Jenners. They yeah. brought out Travis Scott. Yeah. You know all them YouTubers yeah. and those Phase dudes and yeah. all them dudes. You yeah. You me? know who brings out more celebrities though? Omar Bailey's mom. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
This nigga, bro. <laughs> Come on now. You, you, you know it's facts, bro. You know it's facts, bro. But yeah, she... she I, I can't blame Drake, though. I'm gonna be honest. I can't... Nobody can blame him. Like she Nobody, was, bro. She was Nobody. looking right, bro. With all, with all due respect. All, respectfully. 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 I'd hit it at the park. <laughs> Shout out Mark Jackson, bro. Mark Jackson's a legend, bro. With all due respect. Oh, man. Right. What's that? What's that gonna be like? Like when Mark Jackson, like once Amari, I, I'm assuming if he continues the way he's going, like he's gonna make the league and everything, and then Mark Jackson like gets to commentate one of his games, and then his mom's like in the crowd or something. You think he's gonna say say some crazy shit? That man gonna go crazy. I, I feel like he's gonna, say some crazy he gonna shit. go crazy, bro. Just like he did with fucking LeBron wife and shit. With all the respect, respectfully, of course. I'd hear her out the park, twenty five eight days a week. 25, 8 days a week. Gotta add an extra day to that motherfucker. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Shit, sir. I'm gonna have to add an extra week, man. All Fuck right. it. Fuck it. All right. But now that we got that out of their system, you All know. Right. Back to basketball. Back to basketball. I mean, that was basketball. Right. She got her, two her, big basketball. Exactly. Exactly. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right. <laughs> okay. Back to basketball. So. The NBA Finals are going on. Um, right now we're at like Game Five. When this episode, well, tonight when when everybody's listening to this episode, oh my gosh! <laughs> when everybody's listening to this episode, we're gonna be at Game Six. So I guess for now we could talk from Game One to Game Five and once everything. You still laughing, bro? I'm sorry. Yo, we good. We good. We good. We good. All right, good. go NBA Finals. Your thoughts so far. <laughs> Oh, all right, back, back, all right, back to the back to the normal schedule program. Um, so far, uh, so the Bucks leading three two right now. Um, game five was amazing. I enjoyed it a lot. That alley hoop, uh, Drew Holiday that sealed the game. Um, for Drew Holiday to trust Giannis like that and to not just like you know want to dribble it out and you know draw a foul or anything for him to just you know throw that alley, that was just um pretty amazing. Uh, Chris Paul, he had a good bounce back game. Uh, from last game, you know, he only shot five of thirteen, and many people was getting on him. Twitter was getting on him. Freaking people was telling him he need to go back to State Farm, like just a whole bunch of crazy shit. And I'm happy that he was able to, you know, just I mean, and of course he's 36. He's been through. He's probably heard a bunch of even worse stuff than that. So I'm glad he was able to, you know, uh bounce that off of you know just just not focus on it too much and just you know focus on basketball but um so far i think this has been a great finals for like two teams that like we didn't expect to make it because like you know most thought you know lakers nets so for it to be two teams that's people didn't think would make it and it's been a pretty solid so far so i want to say this i i think personally my personal opinion Mm -hmm. this is probably the the best final since 2016. Mm. I feel like this is the most, the best final since 2016. It's literally the most exciting finals. Um, you know, we're getting to see fresh new faces, seeing how like they, they fold or you know they they what's star your, in the playoffs and finals pressure and stuff like that. What's your reasoning behind that though? Like, would you say would you say it being more exciting because it's it's different? It's a different two different teams. Um, I think it's exciting because it's two different teams. You know, it's a it's a young team 
I think nobody's been in the playoffs to say uh, Crowder is the only one who's been in the playoffs, and that Fact. was like in the bubble. So does that really count? Um, <laughs> like well, in terms in terms of atmosphere, like playoff, at, like finals atmosphere, the okay. bubble didn't have that like finals atmosphere like we have right now. So do you count the Lakers championship? No, I still count it. I I don't give with that bullshit of like always oh, has an asterisk. No, yeah. it's, it's still a championship. Okay, but it it's it's so many things that goes into it. it's exciting it's small markets i'm glad small markets are in the finals and you know doing good um young new faces the future of the nba or in these finals young is never booker you know all these young guys and just an actual competitive finals game the warriors when they had kd that was not fucking competitive at all and then when the raptors won uh like kd got injured clay got injured so it wasn't as competitive either so this is the first real good competitive finals match. Everybody's New faces, healthy. everything. I love it. I'm loving this finals though. Um, I think Giannis has really stepped his game up. I'm loving the adjustments that Boone Holders made. You know, with the small ball lineup and um about time. Gian- <laughs> Giannis at center, and then you got Portis at the four, and then uh you got Teague and Connaughton, and then Middleton as well. I'm loving that lineup, and I think it's working well. And that I think that's the reason that. A big reason why they, you know, up right now on the Suns, but uh, I just they just been really just it's been amazing, just amazing basketball, and I'm loving it. Okay, so I want to ask you a question, right? Like, okay, this finals have been amazing. Now, now here's a question about Giannis and um Chris Middleton. I feel like a lot of NBA, even NBA players, don't give Giannis the the credit that he deserves for what he's done this finals games. And what he's done, like in general, like mm-hmm. it, it going on from like what Harden, you know, Harden was like, if well, if I was seven feet tall and I could run and dunk, then I'd be gr- I'd be such a great player. But I actually have skills, and then I feel like a lot of NBA players right now are looking at Giannis, but they're looking at Middleton and he votes because he's more of a closer than Giannis. What? Do you, how do you feel about that? Middleton should have more MVP posts because he's cl- more closer. Because he's the Bucks closer, quote unquote. Oh, finals MVP, you mean? Yeah, yeah, finals. Uh, nah. nah. Giannis is, he's carried them boys this finals. I'm not even going to lie. Like, he's been the alpha dog that they've needed, really, to, you know, to make it, to even make it to the finals. They're not making it. Like, you could say either or. They're not making it without either or. But I think Giannis would be more of, like, a, a hurt. If, like, you're not making it at all. Like, you have a chance to make it with just Giannis, but with just Middleton, you're not making it at all. So, I don't think, no, Giannis is finals MVP as of right now. Okay, good, good. So, this, I asked this question because I saw the tweet by CJ McCollum. Oh, Lord. Where he was like, if Bucks win this series, how many votes does uh, Chris Middleton get for finals MVP? Bro, been serving and closing. How do you, how do you feel about CJ McCollum? CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Trading block. Trading block. CJ McCollum. Trading block. CJ McCollum. How do you feel about him saying that? First round exit. CJ McCollum. First round exit, bro. Stepped out of bounds. CJ McCollum ruined a, a fifty-five point Damian Lillard game. Damian Lillard back hurting. CJ McCollum. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Yes. That's uh, Lehigh University. <laughs> Lehigh him, right? University. Okay. Him, him right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, he he can't talk. I'm sorry. He can't talk. I mean, he can't talk. He's an NBA player. Don't get me wrong. All the respect. You beat Duke. You beat Duke in college. All due respect. What have you done since you've been in the league? Though? He hasn't done anything. Not a damn thing. I don't even know why he tweeted that because like everybody's roasting the fuck out of him, bro. I mean, like they they on him, bro. He's verified though. 
So I don't, I don't give a fuck he if he's verified. Tweet whatever bro. the fuck he wants. The first, the first, the first tweet after that is like, how many votes do you get for spectating? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I love NBA. I love NBA fans, bro. Like, we gonna point your ass out. Any, any niggas can say anything they want nowadays, bro. Yeah. If bucks, NBA bro. fans won't allow that, bro. <laughs> well, we very quick at, at throwing something at your ass, bro. <laughs> but I'm loving, I'm loving this though. Like, Giannis, he's just been tremendous. He's finals MVP right now. Okay, so. Right now, who's winning? Who's winning the finals? Um, Bucks. Bucks. Um, seven. Mm. Seven. I I don't want to say six because if 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 they win in six, that literally means they've won four games in a row. Okay. I don't know if they'll be able to get four games in a row. I yeah. feel like the Suns should they pull they out got three game right six. now. Huh? They got three right now. They got three right now. Hopefully the Suns. The biggest thing with the Suns is they're rebounding. I feel like, mm-hmm. like Aiden's the only like big big rebounder that they have on that roster, and they don't have anybody else. I'm not gonna lie. You know who's been a very good rebounder for the for the um Bucks, uh, Connaughton. Like he's he's very a good rebounder for a guard. Connaughton's been very very surprising these finals, bro. Very surprising. Very surprising. He's gonna he's gonna make him some money if he plays like this next year. He's gonna, he's gonna make himself some money for sure, right, and he's been getting a lot of PT. Like he's been getting like thirty minutes a game over the whole series. Yeah, because he really stepped it up in the finals when like Drew Holiday wasn't was nowhere to be found. For sure, Pat Connington was there to score the ball. Yeah. So, you know he he deserves that that time because Drew Drew Holiday has not been playing that well till like last game 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 five where, you know he really stepped it up. He had twenty seven points, thirteen assists. That that critical game ceiling steal. The efficiency, man. The efficiency. He was great last game. He was the, the games previously. Uh, uh, but no. he finally stepped it up. Yeah, I think he just needed. I think he needs a year to, like, kind of adjust to playing with you know, a guy, a ball dominant guy like Giannis and uh, and two well two ball dominant guys like Giannis and Middleton. So you gotta like find out where you fit in, and that's kind of tough to do. Just one season and a no off season, so yeah, it's just gonna take some time. But I mean, he's showing like how much of a professional he is, really. And just you know, last game pretty much showed it 27 13. But you know, Suns and seven for sure. You have Suns and seven, Suns and seven, you have Bucks and seven, Suns and seven, Suns and seven. So you think they're winning the next two games? CP3 hot. I want him to win this first chance. I want CP3, but CP3 been fucking up real badly, bro. <laughs> he but he I don't know what the fuck he been going on, bro. Them State Farm commercials where they turn him into like a a, a cardboard box and a basketball, bro. They get into him his head, bro, because Alfon- he he ain't playing. Alfonso Ribeiro, bro. He's Alfonso Ribeiro, bro. This man. I damn it, bro. I don't know. I don't know what's going good with CP3. It's crazy because like he has bad. games where it's like, okay, this guy's not like thirty. He's not his age. He's like. He still has plenty of years left, and then he has games like, you know, game four, where it's just like, damn, I forget, he's 36 type shit. So then it's just like, eh. But I think the biggest thing for me, I feel like it's Drew Holiday's defense. I think, like, Drew Holiday has been defending Chris Paul, and he's been making Chris Paul make, like, stupid turnovers all the time. For sure. Yeah. So shout out to Holiday for that defense, because I think that's the main thing that's imp- impacting Chris Paul right now. True. But, I mean... He's been he's been pretty solid. It's just the turnovers have been crazy, 
and like his stats overall besides you know of course last game game four but everything else you know he's been shooting pretty good it's just you know the turnovers and then just the little shit and the crazy passes just cross court it's just not like him you know what i mean i think that played i think like you said drew holiday plays a part in that too yeah um also coach bud I'm glad he finally made an adjustment. For sure. Because you know that man does can't make an adjustment to save his life. Might have saved his job. He might have saved his job. If if the Bucks win a championship and he leads the Bucks to a championship. 20-year extension. He's 20-year extension, never getting fired. Uh, <laughs> they're going to make a statue outside of the Bucks arena for him just because of that. Fucking everything, bro. Everything. And I think also the biggest thing is the, the Bucks roster, when you look at it, they have the tools to make adjustments. Like, their players could play multiple positions. I look at the Suns, and I don't see the players that could play multiple positions like the Bucks could. I think the Suns have an amazing foundation. I think w- once they hit free agency, I feel like they could get, you know, switchable players. It's because they, they don't have a small ball big. That's why. Like, Bucks, you got Giannis. You could have Portis. Or you could have, like, a, you know, uh, Giannis, Portis. Even Thanasis, he could guard, like, Three through five. PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. Can PJ Tucker guard a center though? He would you literally trust? did it for half a season with the Rockets. But like, did he do it effectively though? He he still did it. <laughs> if, if need be, <laughs> if still... need be, PJ Tucker's there, bro. PJ Tucker will do anything you ask him, bro. For Tell sure. PJ Tucker not to touch the ball, and he'll he'll he won't touch the ball. And he's done that. There's games where this man doesn't shoot the okay. ball at all. Tell him to stop spending less money on shoes. You gonna do that? Never mind. <laughs> the man has a problem. Um, I don't know if we have like help available for that type of I mean, illness. He's he's an NBA player. Fuck, he could do whatever he want. That's why he wants a contract extension with more money. <laughs> the the money's drying up on them shoes, bro. The, the cost is going up, and his contract ain't keeping up with it. Shit, uh, bro, that's that's a lot of shoes. Not what do you say, nine thousand shoes, bro? I think close to nine thousand. Last time, last time I saw it, there was a whole post. I think it was back when he was with the Rockets that he had like nine thousand shoes yeah. and he had like eight thousand something points in his career. <laughs> that don't, that don't I, add up. I hope I hope that's not accurate. That I, is not. I add hope up. it's not accurate. Cause what the fuck? Either way, bucks, bucks and seven for sure. You think the Phoenix girl's gonna, you know? Slide in Milwaukee this time. Boy, if she goes and she gives the Suns the <laughs> Glock Glock 9000, bro, they, the Suns winning in six, bro. I don't care. Tell you, no, seven, bro. No, no, no. They're winning in six. Twist I don't bad. care. They have that power, bro. <laughs> she has that power. They're going to win in six just because of that power, bro. Well, you think the, you think Buddy uh, that was counting the money on game five, you think he got home safe? No, bro. Huh? No, bro, I, I don't, no, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what's going on through his head, bro. What was going through that man's head, bro? I'm like, yo, that's the, it looked like more than a thousand dollars in his hand. Literally, yeah, like more than ten. Bro, he hundreds. was fe- he was flexing his rent money, bro. Literally, he won't be able to pay his rent because he got jumped after the game, bro. bro IRS gonna be on his head, bro, bro. Facts, bro. He was lying on them tax returns, bro. He just fucked himself over, bro. <laughs> oh lord. What well, well, God bless that man. Hope he made it home safe. But I don't think so. I don't I doubt, think so. If he it. if he made it home safe, there's Phoenix must be an amazing city because shit, bro. If you let that man get home safe, uh, uh, shit, you got money like that? Buy me some tickets, bro. Buy you some tickets. Game well, seven, bitch. 
Give me some tickets to Game Seven, bro. Yeah, good luck with that. For sure, that's not possible. Anyway, so Bucks, you, I got Bucks. You got Suns. Suns and seven. Two, two more games. Let's see what happens. We gonna see. Moving on, we have Team USA. Oh Lord. <laughs> Fucking terrible. 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 I just, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I, I like how I, how last episode I was uh-huh. like, we should always win gold. There's no excuse for us not to win gold. Mm-hmm. And we got blown out our first like two games. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Team USA, they're down back. Uh, the replacements, Keldon Johnson for Bradley Bill. I don't know how that adds up. Um, Javale McGee replacing uh Kevin Love. I I thought they was better off getting Whiteside to be honest, bro. This man said Whiteside. I thought they was better off getting Whiteside. I don't know about that. Whiteside doesn't try, bro. You no, know I mean he could have proved himself as a. You it's know, too late for him. As an NBA, <laughs> too late for him. Ain't no more proving himself, bro. Put 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 his two K rating at a sixty five, and oh, then Lord. he'll and then he'll want to start playing. Dad, no, I mean you need somebody that now now keep the whole team laughing. You know what I mean, making horse noises and shit. You need guys like that. You know, on the roster. No comment. No comment. This man really said make horse noises to keep the team. <laughs> oh you ever God. seen his snap, bro? Like it's like. Yeah, you, you know, saw when he was talking to his fishes, bro. Ah, that's my favorite. Fucking uh, OGs, bro. The OGs. The OGs, bro. Protecting the block. <laughs> anyway, Team Team USA is down bad, bro. The, the replacements, Javale McGee. Why 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 did Calvin Johnson make it? I have no idea. Apparently Greg, he had a good camp. Greg Popovich pulled pulled some strings and got his own player in there, bro. That's that that's that's the only thing I could think of. Um, that too. So Love is out. Beal's out. Grant Jeremy Grant is in quarantine. I don't even know what the fuck happened there. To be honest, I feel like he might as well. You might as well just count him out to replace him. And then Team USA is going to be out without Booker, Middleton and Drew until like the finals are over. So that's like another week without them. Mm-hmm. So like, what is this team going to do? Because this team doesn't have the star power to make it. They have Dame and KD and then, yeah, they need bigs. They need that's, that's yeah. what they need. That's need why they got Javale McGee, bro. I mean, well, yeah, McGee could be solid, but. I they need like legit centers. Like KD's not a center. He's a he's a forward. You know what I mean? Bam, he's a center. Yeah, but he's kind of short. He's kind of on the shorter end of the center. Draymond Draymond Green's only six six. Like you have no size at all. So I think. I mean, Javale McGee's a start seven foot. You get some length in there and stuff. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. This team, this team's bad, bro. But the thing is, it's like I'm kind of. What do you think about like athletes not being as willing to do it anymore? You know what I mean? Like uh like LeBron, he's not doing it no more. He's thirty six. Still He's thirty six. Pau Gasol's forty. He's still playing. LeBron cares more about NBA championships than a gold medal though. Uh LeBron, uh James Harden. Well James Harden's probably rehabbing, but like, you know He's injured. Westbrook. He's on one leg. Westbrook. Westbrook's had an injury this season. He's rehealing. Okay. Half the superstars you're gonna say are either old or rehealing an injury. That's the problem with this nope, season. There's more. There's got it. There's the a- season was so short. Jaw. They they literally didn't ask Jaw, and then Jaw's like, I'm not I'm not doing this shit. Trey. Uh, the same thing. Trey. Would you add? Would you add? Trey that? posted a video of, of that Isaiah Thomas where like 
I met the criteria, but I was never picked. Had would, would you rather have Trey or would you rather um have Trey or Holiday? Holiday. Because of defense? Defense. They need that defense. It's the Olympics, though. What, what does that mean? You play defense in the Olympics, bro. There's actual defense being played. Did you see the, Did you see that one video, bro, where Kevin Love was at the three-point line? This man, this man pump faked, and then when the defender got close to him, he leaned in and shot the ball, and then he looked at the ref like, where's the foul? And then the ref looked at him like, bro, you a dumbass if you thought I was going to call a foul for that, bro. In what world is that a foul? Like, NBA, I, they, the NBA should hire these Olympic refs because they know what they're doing, bro. That whole rule where you shoot, lean in, and get called a foul, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They're about to have a whole clinic this summer about that shit. Yeah, they need to. About that they BS. need to. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not working. But um okay, Zion. Zion would be good. Right? He would have been good. He would have been good. I'll give you that. Zion would have been good. It's a whole lot of dudes that I think could've you know what I mean? I don't know. Could've bro. had it. I don't know why the fuck we have Calvin Johnson right there, but whatever. Do you think like them you think it's players like realizing how fucked up this country is and then they're like, you know, I don't have to play for it? I think it's players not actually caring about the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, they just they just don't care about the Olympics. Cause I think if you're an if you're an American, mm-hmm. I think for you it's more. I think you feel like uh, an NBA championship is more important than an Olympic gold medal. And then I feel like if you're from somewhere else, like I think Luca said, he would he would be more proud about winning a gold medal for his country compared to winning a championship. But don't you think that has something to do with like? America always winning though. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I just and I also think players actually don't care about it anymore. Like all and think about it, most of them already have their, their gold medals. Like I think LeBron has like two or three. Mm-hmm. So like what's the point of him going for another one? Like it doesn't really matter to him. It's sure. better for him to heal up and try to <laughs> win another championship than win another gold medal. I think it's just like they saying fuck the country, fuck this country. Which uh, is understandable sure. which is understandable. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, eh. I don't care. The Olympics ain't all that, in my opinion. Oh, wow. No, it's not all that. No. Oh, bro. I mean, Team USA should have won, but whatever. They don't win. We got a redemption team 2.0. Australia might be winning gold this year, bro. Hey, hey. If they do, I'm just looking down for that redemption team 2.0 next Olympics, bro. (laughs) Redemption team. That redemption team, bro. Shit. That what year was it? 04? No, 08. That 08 redemption team. That mm-hmm. that team was nice. When you when USA lost in all four, I think they got bronze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hey, if we get another if we get another redemption team, I'd I'd be down for that. We should lose if that that if it makes us get <laughs> another team like that. Shit. If we get another redemption team, bro, I'm down to lose. Shit, LeBron probably gonna be like what? Near LeBron's gonna be retired, bro. LeBron ain't playing. Calm down, on, bro. He waiting until his son get in the lead, then he's gonna retire, bro. He's he's playing one season with Bronny, and then he's, he's retiring. He's done. He's out of there. That's all he need, bro. Imagine, imagine if LeBron and Bronny won a championship together on the same team. On the same team. First father son duel to win a championship. With the power he has, that could probably happen. That could probably happen, bro. That could happen. LeBron could just sit on the bench the rest of his career. Coach his son. He could be like 50 and just be in the bench. Right. That, that um, Haslam type of role. He'll have a job as long as he wants. You're right. As long as he but wants. But does he want a job, though? The man's already going to be a billionaire. Uh, he said he... Um, I remember in an um, interview, he said he was trying to uh, own him a team. He want to own a team. Oh, he on his Dwayne Wade type of yeah, shit. I don't know if that'll... I mean, 
You don't, don't know. know. He's owning the team. You I don't remember care. That, he's um, owning the team. You remember that problem he was having uh, with the whole Black Lives Matter and the bubble thing when players, when he was trying to like talk to players like they're his sons or some shit. They were, he was trying to like son like all the players and they're basically like, he was like, um, he was talking to the commission. He was like, I got to worry about the people that's under me. And then like players was like, what you mean under you? Like we all, we NBA players too. Like you ain't no, you ain't the king of us and nothing like that. What does that have to do with him owning a team, though? Those are players. He's gonna have to own like you know players and shit. And, he's like, gonna. Did you just say he's gonna have to own players? Hey, nah, uh, nah, don't say it like that. That's a little fucked up. He's gonna have to own players. What is this? We back in the slave trade or something? Calm oh, down, bro. Wow. We're not about to do that. There was a whole thing. You know the NBA changed the name. I don't think you're authorized, authorized to to say that. Okay, you know the NBA changed <laughs> the names of the the team. They're not. <clears throat> no, they're no longer owners. They're like governors. Because they literally said, oh, owner sounds like back in the day or I some mean, bullshit that, like that. It, that's, that's true. Anyway, whatever. Team team, team USA is bad. I, I think about Team USA and it's like, hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Terrible. Terrible team. Hopefully, hopefully they can make it up. Moving on. We have three, three, well, two and a half new coaches were hired. Two were official, one's not official yet. It's like official, not official. Like he, they're gonna hire him, but he hasn't signed the contract yet. But anyway, we have three new coaches. The one I was talking about that is, is hired but hasn't signed the contract, Willie Green, got hired to be the Pelicans coach. Right now, he's the assistant coach for the Phoenix Suns, who are in the NBA Finals. I don't think Willie Green is really thinking about the finals anymore. That man does not no, care anymore. I, I try to say that. Like, no, I don't think no coach, like, once they get a head coach a job, I know they're not, like, 100% in on their series. Like, they're thinking about their next job. Like, even, like, I thought the same thing with Chauncey. Like, he got his job in Portland. I'm like, yo, his head's not, like, like if I'm a head, like, if you're an assistant head coach, is, are you 100% focused on the finals? Or are you focused on, like, what system are you going to run next year? Like, I'm thinking about the biggest promotion I'm about to get, bro. Exactly. But you're not focused on, like, your current series, which is I – n- I never really understood that. But, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, what do you mean you never understood? I mean, he – if 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 I, I'm Willie like Green – Getting hired, like, during the season instead of, like, just waiting until, like – they should have, like, a period, like a off season, Or, you know, how they have free agency. Just have, like, a free agency for, like, coaches, too. You know what I mean? To just, like, have that time to, you know, hire, have meetings or whatever instead of just, like, you know, doing it during the season. I think that kind of, like, fucks up the, you know, basketball. I think I think before, I don't know if it was just, like, a, a natural rule or if it was just, like, you know, being, being kind and courteous that it was, like, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to interview an assistant coach until he was, like, done with the playoffs. And then you were allowed to interview him for a job. That's what I mean. Now the 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 problem with that is that if that was if if it was still like that, mm-hmm. Willie Green is still in the playoffs. So the Pelicans would probably have hired someone else because they didn't want wouldn't want to wait till Willie Green finishes the finals. I mean, hey, you you're in the finals. You got a chance at a championship. I think you should be fully focused on the finals and not like on the. Like next, cause that's a distraction. That's a big distraction. It's a lot of pressure, just to put on one dude. You feel me? Yeah, but it's like you're you're gonna stop someone's blessing of getting a promotion just because he made it to the finals. 
You have a job to do though. Okay, he's still doing the job. Is he doing it at his best though? Oh, I'd I say ni- I'd I say ninety five percent. Ninety five? You honestly think ninety five? Yeah. Ninety five. I-, I see him getting up with Monte and giving him the clipboard, bro. <laughs> Come on now. Like here, take this shit. I'm about to be gone. Anyway. Yeah, take like, this shit, bro. Like fuck it. Like, he nah. probably goes to Monte and he's like, "We should probably do it here, here, and here." And then he sits back down. Ah. Oh. Check sits, his messages and shit. Nah, nah, Checking nah. The free agency even, market and he, shit. He sits down. He looks at the final logos and just thinks like, "Damn, I'm about to get a promotion, bro. I'm about to get a promotion." Here's my chance, man. The man's probably looking at the coaching staff like. Can I hire this guy to be my assistant coach, or would he stay here with the Suns? Fucking do some fucking recruiting again with the other team and shit. Like, exactly, yo, bro. I got. I can promise you a max next year. Like, just, just come by. Facts, bro. Just hey, with us. hey, Aiden. How do you how do you, how do you feel about going to the Pelicans, bro? Come on now, come on now. I I know you like me as an assistant, bro. Zion's I'll be your a beast, head coach. Bro. Come on, you get to play with Zion. You get to play with Brandon Ingram. But. <clears throat> Uh, Willie Green, you know, the man was a former NBA player from all three to 15. And then right after he retired, he was an assistant for the Warriors and then the Suns. He's 39 years old. He's really he's really young for for a head coach, which I'm I'm starting to like how now we're going more younger with coaches, which makes sense because the Pelicans are young. So you kind of want a younger coach. Mm-hmm. So and also the idea of getting former players, I think that gives more respect. I think players respect more if your coach is a former player, whatever it's in the NBA or overseas. And he gets to play for his former team, too. <laughs> he played for the Pelicans. Uh, well, not the Pelicans, but the Hornets uh, for, like, one season. So you get to play for your old team, too. I mean, they don't get no better than that. Um, either way, I just hope he's better than um, Stan Van Gundy. I don't know what Van Gundy was hiring at all. That was such a terrible, terrible hire. They, they gotta learn somehow You know what I mean Hey congrats I think he was I think Van Gundy was there To like discipline Just provide some type of Discipline To them I mean they're grown men But Do his best That he could No <laughs> No I don't give a fuck About discipline I, I give a fuck About being a good coach oh, I was man. not a good coach Yeah but, but Anyway Moving still. on The next coach That was hired Was the Wizards While in West Until Junior uh, I like that higher especially his dad is like a a wizard's legend like he's think his jersey's retired and everything so then for like him as a son to be able to you know coach a franchise that his dad like killed that was was it don't get no better than that so i think he's gonna do great uh he's with the nuggets for a really long time and i think uh being around that type of winning culture under mike malone I think he's going to, like, bring some of those similar elements to the uh, Wizards and hopefully, you know, make them a perennial uh, playoff team like they were with John Wall and Bradley Bill and those guys. So uh, I think he's going to turn that franchise around. Um, So like you said, his dad was a player for the Wizards. And I think this is also like a full circle because I think he started off. uh, So uh, I think he was like a a scout or a TV, like a, a video person with the wizards and then he got promoted to like being the assistant with the wizards and then from the wizards he went to the warriors to the magic to denver and then you know now he gets hired back with the wizards so it's kind of like that full circle he started with the wizards and now he's the wizards like head coach i think that's a nice little full circle come around especially with his dad so i think that was that was a nice little touch for sure and he's 
14, 9, or around, uh, still, still a little bit younger. 49 ish, is young. Ish for a head coach. Ish. He's mid, he's okay, mid, probably mid, mid life. Not mid life. What's the word? Mid. It's going through mid, a mid life crisis, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? God damn. He you, might, bro. All that you, money he's about you, to get paid, you know bro. Like that, bro. He, he, he wouldn't know what to do anymore, bro. Like, damn, I never had this much money. I was always an assistant. What am oh, I gonna do with this money, bro? Next thing you know, he he bought himself a a, a, a motorcycle, bro. He's riding down he's riding down to the, the arena in it, bro. Who knows, bro? Oh uh, yeah, but I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do well though. Now sure. the real question here is right. They hired him, right? Are they gonna keep Westbrook and Bradley Beal, or you think it's gonna, soon enough they're gonna start the rebuild? I think Bradley Beal is there to stay. Me personally, Westbrook Westbrook's at a point where I think he could do whatever he wants. Like he can, he's like that, huh? He, really? I mean, he's proven himself. You know what I mean? Well, he's averaged a triple double four straight seasons. Like, where they do that at? No, 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 no players ever average back to back triple doubles. So I think Westbrook's at a point where he can do whatever he wants, and I think it'll get to the point where he does request a trade. Now, where? I don't know. Lakers is a possibility. Um, I mean. I think he should go to a team that's like in a win now type of situation. So I think Bradley Bill's there to stay though. Westbrook on the Lakers has terrible spacing. It's awful spacing. He can win though. I think he wants to win the championship. I think he should win the championship too. Do you feel like Westbrook is the one who would want to go and like, you know, make sacrifices to win the championship? Or do you feel he's the type of player who would want to run the offense and, you know, run the team? Thinking about that is would I would he make sacrifices? I feel like he he'll say he he can, but really he can't. Cause thing is like he has such a dominant play style that it's like it's hard to sacrifice any of that. Cause I feel like if he sacrifices any of that, he'll feel like he's cheating the game. And he he's said it like plenty of times. Like I don't cheat the game. I give my all to this game. Like I leave it all on the court, and he does. So like for him to sacrifice any of that would be tough for him. And I doubt he'll be able to do anything like that. So you gotta like kind of like build around him, which is which is kind of tough to to a guy that like is not really a shooter like that. We'll see. I don't know. Westbrook Westbrook's a little what you, weird what sometimes. Do you think? Well, I think Westbrook's a little. I think Westbrook just wants to be the head of a team, like control the pace, control the offense. That's just how he is, though. Like that's yeah. his personality. Yeah. And just like his play style. So you have to. You know what I mean? Now, will that result in winning championships? I doubt it. But that's just so. that's just how it is, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. Anyway, shout out uh, Watson So Junior. For sure. Greg, he did he did his due diligence. You know, he served his time as an assistant, so it's about time he got a head Congrats. coaching job. Moving on. Well deserved. The Orlando Magic finally hired another head coach, Jamal Mosley. To be honest, I have no idea. I'm, I know nothing about him. Uh, I've seen him. He's off to a good start. He's already in the gym with some of the players. I've seen him in the gym with Mo Bamba, yes, you know, working yes, out his sir. players. So he's really, you know, about that. I don't really see that a lot too often with head coaches. I see it with assistant coaches, of course, you know, development coaches and everything. But to see a head coach, like, actually, you know, in the gym working out his players, that's I think that's how it should be done, and that's cool for him. Like you don't see Steve Kerr 
in the gym with Steph Curry or Draymond. You know what I mean? So doesn't Steve Kerr have like a broken back? <laughs> wow. Like just to be there, like you know, hey, you need a pass, or like just to be a passer okay, or something, okay, like yeah, anything, yeah. like little. It's just the little things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like for him to just be there in the gym with Mo Bamba and all those players working them out, you know, seeing them, telling them what they can do better to you know make sure that they can win games next year. Yeah, that's pretty solid. And that's a that's how you set a first impression, I think, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I think I'm just happy I got a new coach, young coach. You know, to guide those young players. Y'all got a lot of y'all got a, a lot of we young got players. Hella young players. Like too many. So he's he's forty two years old. So you know, younger coach. He's gonna get to grow, kind of with the young the young roster we have. He's six eight. That's Damn. yeah yeah. He's he's a tall for a head coach. So that's why I think that's good. He's also a former player, not an NBA former player, but he played overseas. That's why he's six eight. The man's okay. tall. Um, so I think that's good, especially you said you saw him working with Mo Bamba and you know, he's six eight, so he could work with every from you know, from the point guard to the center because how tall he is and how young he is, you know, he's still mobile, he's still quick to be able to to, you know, help with the player development. And I think he started he started with the Denver Nuggets as a player development coach and then he got promoted to the assistant with the Nuggets. Then he went to the Cavs and then he went to the Maverick Dallas. The the Dallas Mavericks, what the fuck? Okay, the okay. Dallas Mavericks. And I think he was like their defensive coach. Or he's a defensive-minded coach. Either way, you mm-hmm. know, he's a defensive coach. And he was he was very big. I think Luca said he liked the way he helped him develop his game, to, you know, to get it to the NBA level in terms. And what else did he say? Luca, Luca also wanted him to be a, a head coach. And the Mavericks didn't yeah, hire him. I think him. that says a lot. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that is gonna play out too, because like to have a superstar like him back you up. So that must mean that you you must know what you're doing, really. So what you expecting first season? I'm expecting um most improved player. Someone from a roster is gonna be most improved player. What, what that gotta do with the team? <laughs> the player development. I think this season is just gonna be for straight player development. I think we're focusing on player development. Playing tournament, no playing tournament. Yeah, playing tournament, probably like 10th seed. Okay. 10th seed. I think we're literally just going to focus on player development. I don't think we're going to be focused on playoffs. I think we're going to be focused on like developing who we have and then trying to see who we want to keep and who we're probably going to trade. Because we have have way too many young people. So I think some of them are like going to be traded. And it's just a matter of, you know, Going through the development team, who develops better? Like, you know, we have Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter. We're not, they're both up for contract extension, like after this season or like after the season that's coming up. So we're not keeping those two centers. Yeah. So it's just about which one, which one develops more, which one, you know, deserves to be seen. I need to give Mo Bamba a chance. Like, just give him a chance to prove that's, himself. That's what a, we're doing, bro. As a, Cause I don't think he's gotten no chance at all. Like when the Carter he started for the Bulls and stuff, so he had a chance to like you know prove himself. But Mobamba barely gets minutes. As I think is. it was Steve Clifford's fault. Yeah, I like Steve Clifford because you know he got us to the playoffs, but he's also like an old, an old head. Where <laughs> if you're a young player and you make one mistake, he's gonna yell at you. Sit your young ass down, boy. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's Mobamba made mistakes 
And he was like, nah, sit your ass on the bench. You, you ain't getting no more PT, bro. <laughs> Put Vooch back in. And then they God damn it, Vooch. Mo. I told you to. <laughs> so look how it is, bro. Oh, man. I think there was, there was, was it Terrence Ross's podcast where he had, he had RJ Hampton on it. Yo, are you promoting another podcast on here? It was good with you. Oh, shit. We're going to edit that out. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, I think RJ Hampton said that um, Steve Clifford was very mouthy to the to the like the young players. You make one mistake and he was on your ass real quick. What about it? I believe it. I think that's like, I guess they think it's kind of a learning. It's supposed to learn, but I think if you keep doing it, it kind of gets to a point where it's like, God damn, like am I doing anything right? You feel me? Yeah. Like, it kind of you kind of like destroy their confidence. Yeah, she could be out on the. Like, it's get to a point where it's like if you tell them they're doing something bad, but then you tell them something they're doing something good, like a couple weeks later. But if you just like, oh, you suck, you suck. Yeah. Then it's like fuck, like damn. Yeah, and I think a, a lot, a lot of of Mo Bamba's thing was like if he he made a mistake on the court, they took him out. Yeah. Real quick. I seen that. So now it's like I feel like Mo Bamba's scared. Like as soon as I make one little mistake. My playing time is like automatically gone. Fuck. So I feel that hurt. And you know, a lot, a lot of like player development. It's all about you know they make a mistake, letting them play through that mistake and learn because they made that mistake. Not they make a mistake, take them out, yell at them, say they suck, and then put in someone else. For sure. And I think we were talking about this during the playoffs, where um Earl Watson Booker was talking about how Earl Watson, you know, let him play through those mistakes, and that helped him develop to like the player that he is today. And I think that goes with like every single player, you know, playing through that mistakes helps them develop better as a player. Yeah, you gotta like do it. You gotta do it like you know, kids. Like you gotta instill confidence in them, really. So like, if you do, then they'll respond correctly. But if you just like take away their confidence, and it's just like fuck, like it's not gonna work out. You feel me? Facts. But you know, I'm just glad we hired. We finally hired a coach. Um, it, it wasn't Kenny Atkinson who I wanted. Or Penny. Or Penny. Penny would have been crazy. Let 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 Penny develop more in in, in college. And nah, then. nah, what was all that stuff he was talking like? I thought you wanted him, bro. Yeah, but he didn't want it. He didn't want to come. So whatever. It is what it is. So you saying he needed to develop before he came here? Do you think he would have been a good coach? Like I said, I think he. If we hired him, we needed to hire like former head coaches on his assistant staff. Oh, like Steve, Na- like some Steve Nash stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I still think we should do that for mostly too. I always feel like first time head coaches should have a former head coach on their like roster to yep. help them develop it through it. For sure. But yeah. We finally got a coach. Hooray. I'm looking forward to the the future of the Orlando Magic. Future <laughs> NBA champions. For sure. Wait, what? Huh? Huh? You know what I said? You know what I said? <laughs> you know it's true. Don't don't hum me. You know it's true. Anyway. Maybe 30 years from now, man. 20, 20, 20, 2029. 2029? Yeah, sure. Okay. By 20, by 2030, we'll have won a championship. I'll put it like that. Say the same for OKC then. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. I mean, I think you're still looking at that uh, that kid who just went into kindergarten this week. I think you guys are trying to see how good he's going to be and he could lead your future. The kid that just went into kindergarten the other week. This man. You know what all them draft picks you got, bro? Come on. Don't be mad, bro. Don't be mad because our GM's like that. 
Don't be mad because our GM is like that. He is like that. Come on now. I'm a little worried. Shout out Sam Presti, man. Shout out Sam Presti. He, he has an addiction. <laughs> if, it, if it continues, you might need to find some help for him. He has an addiction at doing his job, man. He has an addiction has for an addiction first round picks, to bro. doing his job. He has an addiction to being good at his job. He has an addiction for first round picks, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting to the point where I think this is like the process oh, 2.0, bro. It's a... Picks after picks after picks, bro. This man has an addiction to it to doing his job. Bro. In addition to first round draft picks, for sure, bro. Moving on, we talked about coaches, so now we could talk. What does your face look like? <laughs> nah, I, I just thought of I just thought of something. It's cool. Uh, I thought of a snippet idea. So we went, we went, we. So we just talked about uh, head coaches. Now we could talk. A lot of people don't really talk about the assistant coaches as much. So I thought it would be cool to sit down and talk about the assistant coaches because there's a lot of like well-known assistant coaches or even like former head coaches and assistants that just recently got hired. So I thought it would be nice, you know, to talk about them because they don't get that much coverage by everybody. And so the first one I had just mentioned him was Kenny. I have a question for you. Okay. If you're a head coach, a former head coach, like how are you – What's your mentality gonna be? Like going joining a coaching staff, joining another head coach's coaching staff as an assistant. Like how would you approach that? So I think it's big on character, on the character of that former head coach. But for me personally, I feel like I would be that type of head coach would be like, you know, I got fired. There's a reason I got fired. So I'm gonna go under another head coach and you know help I'm gonna work I'm gonna work you know as an assistant so I could help that new head coach but at the same time learn more from him so you know I think I think life is a lot about you know consistently learning and I feel like once you're a head coach you find something that works you're gonna keep trying to do it and I think the biggest thing that hurts us is like consistency we have consistency and like our drive to do anything and to improve sometimes dies so I think you get fired and then that drive kind of comes back like, okay, what can I do? I failed. Now what do I need to do to improve myself and be better? Damn. <laughs> fucking, fucking giving a, uh, a dissertation there? You know, you know how it be, Fuck. bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch my major. Sheesh. I'm going to be a psychologist, public speaker, all oh, that. Damn, boy. But no, but seriously, like um, Charlemagne the God ain't got nothing on you. Man. A big, a big example I think about is like uh, Terry Scott's. You know, he was, you know, everything was like he had the consistency of having Dame Littered go for fifty every game, mm-hmm. and that man was like, okay, I got a job, I got a star player, and I feel like you know he didn't, he stayed at that plateau consistency. He didn't try to look to improve. He didn't adjust. He didn't adjust. So I think now he got fired. He should go under a head coach and you know learn from the mistakes he made. Facts, for sure. So, who's some of the head coaches we got so far? No, answer that question. I want you to answer that what? question too. What's the question? The same question you asked me. Oh shit. Um, me personally, I would go in like you said. Uh, just me knowing the type of person I am, I would just you know, I know what I did. Clearly, what I did was wrong. You know what I mean. So I'm gonna you know, see what this guy's doing right, and you know try to take some of that that's why i think a lot a lot of people try to do like a lot of rappers especially like they like pop smoke people were saying like like i seen an interview with 50 cent he was like 
I was never mad at Pop Smoke because like, cause he he wasn't. People were saying he copied me, but nah, he ain't never copied me. He just took what was good from my work of art and just applied it to himself. And that's what I think as a coach I would do. Like I would take what's good. Like if I'm under Doc Rivers, I'm gonna take what's good from Doc Rivers and why he's winning so many games and why he and why he like and why the play that he drew up worked in this particular setting. I'm gonna take all of that and apply it to myself to you know and just put my own spin on it and not just copy it you feel me because a copy if you copy some shit eventually your ass gonna get you gonna get found out about eventually like that shit's not gonna it's only gonna work for so long like if you in school and you just like if you gone through by just copying or quizzing or some shit you eventually like you get to a test your ass probably gonna fail if you ain't study yeah that happened to me for sure it happens to the best of us all of us but um yeah, as a coach, I think I would just you know just take the good from what I see from others, and just apply it to my own life. Some people and some people be like too hard headed to do that type of shit. Like they be too their pride gets in the way. You know, pride's the devil. You know, shout out Cold World. You know, off season. Yes, sir. Featuring little baby. But um yeah, I think uh things like that. You just gotta put your pride to the side and put your ego to the side, and just you know let that shit go. I Our like egos, it. bro. I like it. That's the whole point of life, bro. Really? I like when it. think about it. It has all to do with our egos. You're right. You're right. I agree with you. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I mean, it's called the O and J podcast. The chemistry is just, it, it, it works so well. It's like we have one mind. All right. You, you're going a little too far, bro. Okay. Calm down, motherfucker. All right. Now, assist, assistant coaches. The first one, I talked about him a little bit. Kenny Atkinson. He moved on from, I think he was with the Clippers, and now he's with the Warriors. Kenny Atkinson, I mean, you just get an opportunity. Like I just said, with Doc, with the Doc Rivers example, um, you just get an opportunity to learn from a w- winning coach. Uh, I thought he would have been able to find a job, you know, after his season with the Clippers. But, I mean, it doesn't hurt to, you know, you, had, you were just with the Clippers and you made it to the semifinals. So now... Or a quarter, or however it goes, semi quarter, and then conference uh, finals. Yeah, conference yeah. finals, right? It was the conference. Wow. Yeah, that's the first their first conference Great finals season. in history. Yeah, but uh, you got to make it to the conference finals, and then now you get to go under another coach who's won multiple championships, and you get to learn from that. So I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think that's amazing for you to learn from you. First, you got to coach under one championship coach. Now you get to go back uh, next season and you get to coach under another championship coach. So that's only going to make you better in the future. You know, iron shop is iron. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. No, he wasn't. I feel like most of the news I saw didn't mention Kenny Atkinson as like being interviewed for a head coaching job. That was super surprising. What if he chose this, though? Like, what if he wanted to do this? Maybe. To, you know, get to take notes from like two championship caliber guys so like it's probably something he wanted to do you might be right because like i don't see with with all the head coaching jobs that were open a lot of them were like a young team and you saw what kenny atkinson did with the nets who was a very young team with um d'angelo russell and he brought them into the playoffs you know he was always like making them better nobody thought they were going to be the play off the week i'm sorry anyway um yeah I just lost my train of thought just because of that. Yo, you got, yo, stay anyway, on, man. anyway, 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 yeah. 
So I'm surprised nobody offered him that that head coaching job. But like you said, I think that this might be something that he wanted. And I think more importantly, look at the Warriors and how young the Warriors are. Outside outside of like their big, you know, they have Steph Curry, Clay, but look at their bench. Their bench is like a whole bunch of young players. They have the good se- young players too. They have the seventh pick, the fourteenth pick in this draft. So they bring in Kenny Atkinson, who's been shown to be a great speaking of the draft, you know, stay tuned for our mock draft on our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe, link in bios, Twitter, and IG. Go ahead. I was gonna say that at the end of the podcast, but you can say it at the end too. Well, we're we're gonna plug it in now. And at the end, and everywhere, subscribe to our YouTube. Anyway, Kenny Atkinson, um, I think he's going to be great for their player development for the Warriors because, you know, they have their star players, but the younger players aren't necessarily. They're good, but they're not as great as you would want them to be. So I think they brought in Kenny Atkinson specifically because he's known to greatly develop those young players with the Clippers, Terrence Mann. You know, he went crazy these playoffs. Could have been because of Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. So bringing him into the Warriors to help develop, you know, them young pieces they just got, I think it's a good move by them. For sure. The Warriors have a lot of, I think they have a couple solid young pieces. Eric Pascoe, Jordan Poole, you know, Wiseman, of course, those type of guys. So I think they're, if you're the Warriors, are you drafting small forward? Are you drafting a backup PG? I think if you want to say, if you want to know the answer to that, Go to our YouTube channel. Look at a mock draw. I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. I like this. All right, moving on. The Clippers. They lost Kenny Atkinson. They lost um Billups. So now they're hiring the head coach of the G League Ignite team, Brian Shaw. Uh, Brian Shaw, great. I think it's a great hire. I think he just should. After what he did with you know the Ignite team and everything. They didn't really get that far in the G League playoffs, but for, you know, constructing that team, developing those players, making sure those players were, you know, ready for the NBA draft because that's really the goal at the end of the day. So for him to, you know, be able to achieve that small feat, that's, well, not small, such big feat in such small time, I think that's tremendous. And he deserves another opportunity. And what a better opportunity with a, you know, young team like, you know, the Clippers, you got some talent, some young talent that needs to be developed. Um, and I think he's the right man for the job, really. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> ain't really that much to say. Man. It really ain't that much to say. I think it's a good hire. I think the Clippers are also doing that thing, hopeful hire former like head coaches for like the assistant staff. I always think the top assistant has to be like a either like have a long resume of being an assistant coach or he's like a former head coach. I think that's like the key like blueprint that works very well with a lot of like head assistant coaches jobs. Mm-hmm. Um and I think learning under um Tyron Lou's also gonna work well for him and, you know, maybe get a head coaching job after this. You know, learning, you know, he did the ignite. He's learning under Ty Lou. We'll, we'll see where that goes for her for him. Yeah. I will I would love to see Brian Shaw back in the league. I Definitely. In due time. The next assistant coach is your man, Scott Brooks. Pause. Um Scott Brooks, great season. I'm going to keep saying it. Great season with the Wizards. I mean, they, they didn't break 500. I mean, they were 34 and 38, but still made it to the playoffs. They got bounced by the Sixers, but still made it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? And I'm happy he gets the opportunity. So he's supposed to be the top assistant under Billups. 
So, you know, he's pretty much the, the lead guy uh, in regards to, like, assistance and stuff. So I think he's going to, you know, to be a part of his rebuild, I think it's going to help him, you know, only add to his resume. And, you know, he gets to coach a guy like Dame Lillard. I think a true point guard, no offense to Russ, like like Dame Lillard, I think that's only going to, you know, better him as a coach. Um, so I think we had mentioned last episode that we wanted we wanted Scott Brooks to be like that one head coach to go under Mosley. What? No, the head I, he should he was one of the head coaches who got fired. Who we said he should turn into assistant, right? So he could learn. Um, he's he's an assistant for Billups, who's never but been a head is, coach. Learned, so yeah, I don't, I don't, he's learning under an assistant. Yeah, I don't, who never coaches, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know about he that. Plotting. He's plotting. Oh, man. he is. He's plotting, bro. You smart. There's a reason he didn't take the Wizards job. Because the Wizards were about to rehire him, and he was like, nah. Ain't, ain't nothing in the Wizards, bro. You got Dame. You got uh, maybe CJ. I don't know. Uh, Covington. Wizards, I mean, the Trailblazers got a nice little squad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd take that over the Wizards any day. Yeah. That man I plotting, guess. bro. He's plotting. You, you're right. He's he's, he's, he's plotting. He's plotting. <laughs> I mean, Daimler is probably gonna be gone by the time he gets hired. But where's he going though? If it's, if the Blazers so if the Blazers don't win in the next year, and year or two, he's actually for a trade. Stop! 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 Don't be a Laker fan, bro. He he's not going never, to the Lakers. I'll never be a Lakers. The fan. Lakers the Lakers don't have any assets to trade for Daimler. Who are they gonna trade? Kyle Kuzma? Bill? Come on now. Kuz, bro. Kuz is a legend, bro. Yeah, a legend with the Shai Sheen Sharks, bro. <laughs> okay. All right, moving Looking on. London Lions, man. This man said London Lions. <laughs> Maybe the Shai uh-huh. Sheen Sharks might be too stacked for Kyle Kuzma, bro. Uh, fucking Orlando Pro League, man. This man said Okay, uh, next, next assistant, uh, Lloyd Pierce with the Pacers. Lloyd Pierce. Uh, I'm glad he gets another opportunity. Same thing. You know, he gets another opportunity to coach under a... A proven championship coach like uh, Rick Carlisle. So I think that's only going to, you know, benefit him. Pacers have a really nice squad. I just hope all that don't go to waste, like kind of like with the Trailblazers and, you know, and how they, they that whole roster has been wasted these past, like, five, six years or whatever. I hope the Pacers don't. I hope Carlisle and Pierce don't do the same thing. With that roster, because they have a really, 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 really good, good team. They have a good coach now. Yeah. So, so you know, their coach last season was. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, uh, uh, Nate bacon sandwich, whatever. <laughs> that guy. But um, yeah. That's I think I uh Pierce is, you know, he's gonna, you know, do well. And yo, if Pierce and he's an assistant on Team USA too. Yo, if he leads Team USA. If he helps lead Team USA to, you know, gold, my bad. If he helps helps lead Team USA to gold, I think he has to be a coach next year because this year's team is terrible. I always I always wondered what went wrong with Lloyd Pierce with the Hawks because Lloyd Pierce like seems like he's a well sought out like assistant. You know, he's with Team USA. He he was he's gonna be like the top assistant for the Pacers. So what went wrong for him with the Hawks as an assistant? They were head saying coach? they wanted to hear and they need. They were just tired of hearing his voice. So it's like what the fuck. They were just. They said they needed a new. Reports are saying they needed. They just wanted to hear a fresh new voice. 
in the locker room. What does that mean? I don't that that could mean a lot. That's a what? loaded that's a loaded statement. It could mean they either his his literally his literal voice is annoying <laughs> to him. <laughs> or like, you know, or he could just be, you know, that teacher that just nags all the damn time and just like just never shuts the shuts up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that could mean a lot. Or he could have just said something wrong to a player. Who knows? Who knows what goes on in the locker room? A lot could go on. A lot goes on that we don't know about. So, who knows, man? Now that reminds me of that 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 one story talking about a lot that goes on in the locker room that we don't know. Remember that one story? I don't even know if you'll remember this because it was such a long time ago. It was the Clippers versus the the Rockets back when Chris Paul was still with the Rockets, and then there was this whole story about Chris Paul had a secret tunnel going to like the Clippers locker. <laughs> And then it started like a whole mess. I, I thought you was going to bring up the Gilbert Arenas bringing a gun to the locker room thing. Let's keep this PG-13. Bro, what? You didn't hear us talking about <laughs> fucking Amari Bailey earlier. <laughs> talking about keeping feet. It's too late for that, bro. Got some serious editing to do if we're going to keep it PG. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, but I think the Gilbert Arenas was uh, out of this world. It was, it, it was back when the NBA didn't give a fuck about whatever happened in the locker room. You know, Madison the Palace happened. I think. Oh my gosh! Man. After after those palace. type of events, Legendary. NBA NBA, you know, tightened up their their laws, their rules, or whatever. But legendary man, it was it was a running joke about Chris Paul having a, a, a secret tunnel to the Clippers locker room or whatever. Legendary. Yeah, he was gonna. Who's he? Who they say he was gonna go fight though? He was gonna go meet somebody though. I don't know, Blake Griffin. I don't yeah, know, I don't remember. Somebody. Somebody. Anyway, next next about that. Assistant David Fisdale with the Lakers. David Fisdale, he's. I'm happy uh, that he's back in the league. I've been saying that he should. He needs to be back in the league. He's a. He's a. He has. He's a great basketball mind. Uh, I'm glad you know. Especially he gets to coach LeBron again. You know he's reunited with LeBron. They won a couple championships in Miami, so he's back with him. So that's another thing to look forward to as well. And he's just the crazy part is they said he had he even had more money offers from other teams. Like they said the Pacers offered him more money. So I'm guessing he's gonna be I'm assuming he's gonna be the lead assistant with the Lakers. Yeah, I think he's probably taking Jason Kidd's job. Yeah, so he's probably gonna be the lead assistant. That's probably why he didn't take the Pacers job because the Pacers, you know, they had a lead assistant already in Lloyd Pierce. I think he took the job because it's LeBron and he thinks they're winning a championship. That's yo, can I finish though? Hey, damn. Go ahead. But yeah, he um made me lose my damn trade of thought, bro. Keep up, keep up. Same thing he did to nah, me. Bro, keep, nah, up. Bro, keep, up, up, bro. keep up, keep up, bro. Keep up, bro. Let me statement. But yeah, uh, that's another reason I was gonna get to that. Uh, you know, he gets to reunite and you know win, possibly win another championship. And he's he's winning right now because he's still getting paid uh from you know his deal with New York. Uh, with the Knicks, where he had a uh, four-year, twenty-two mil, so he's still getting money on that too. So David Fisdale's winning. They said uh, he said that in the interview that he was, you know, when he lost that job, he was kind of like, you know, kind of lost because basketball was such a big part of his life. He didn't really know who he was as a person, so he was able to, you know, find himself, do some soul searching, and now he's, you know, back in the league, doing what he loves. So I'm just excited to, you know. See what the future holds for him. Yeah, basically cut you off and said everything I need to say. 
he's going to the Lakers with LeBron to win a championship. So, for sure, that's all I have. That's a possibility. I mean, I think that literally he said that, or maybe I dreamed about it. But I think he literally said, "Dreaming about David Fisdale, bro." I dream about basketball, basketball's life, ball's life. You dreamed about David Fisdale, ball's life. Who's this guy's deal? Ball's life. Anyway, um, next next assistant head coach is David Vanderpool with the Nets. Vanderpool, uh, he's replacing Yudoka as a boot. No, Ime. Ime Yudoka. Uh, Vanderpool, I, I'm still kind of mad that the Timberwolves didn't hire him. You know, as a as an assistant, they didn't even give him a chance to finish the season off to see if he would have been good. Instead, they you know they were quick to hire the Grinch or Scott Fit, whatever that dude name is. <laughs> um, they they hired him, but um, I mean Vanderpool, you know, gets the opportunity to coach with a great coach. Uh. D'Antoni, he gets to learn under him and Steve Nash and those guys. Gets to work with KD, Kyrie, James. I mean, that's a that's an amazing opportunity. I think to work with those three players, you know, on the same team is. I I don't know how you you know not do that, and especially there weren't really that many head coaching opportunities left, so I can see why he would take this job. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't see him, which is another head coach where I think I didn't see him. A lot in terms of like you know they're interviewing Vanderpool for a head coaching job, which is very surprising because I think Dame and CJ credit him for for their development. So it could be another Kenny Atkinson thing. It could be another Kenny Atkinson. You know what I mean? He's plotting. He could be plotting too, bro. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Oh, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Um, I think I think you know he should have someone should have hired him as a head coach. But if you think he's plotting, he might be plotting for sure. Uh, and then now the last one. Um. How do you pronounce this? Igor Koskov. Kos- yeah. Igor Koskov. Sure. If you remember him, if y'all remember him, he was the coach for the Suns for like, I don't even think. Did he even, was LOL. He even, LOL. Was he even able to finish that whole season? He didn't finish yeah, that season. I think so. He did? Yeah. He yeah. got fired right after that. Right. They signed him to a, like a four-year contract. Yeah. And they fired nobody, him real nobody quick. Nobody knew who he was. They were like, yo, who's this guy? But, um... Yeah, so he's back with Jason Kidd uh, in the Suns. I mean, that name, in the maps. Lord have mercy. But, uh, yeah, so he was coaching out in Turkey yeah. last season. So I, I, I think I, I think the I only reason. Know. It's not even that much. The only reason I think he got hired is because I think he coached Luka so, on some team. Oh, yeah, Slovenia. So, yeah, a national team. There you go. That's why he got hired. You know, right. keep keep Luca happy. You know, of course, you gotta keep a familiar face there for Luca to you know interact with. Actually, oh wait, no, he's actually Serbian. Okay, so it wasn't. It might have been Euro when Luca was a uh, in uh back when Luca was like in his teens when he was in Euro League. Maybe might have been then, and then Luca was like he familiar. Co- well, with him. point is he coached Luca on some team for sure. So now they're bringing him into you know. Have Luca have like a familiar face, keep Luca happy. If Jason Kidd does something, you know, Luca, look, we have a, a top assistant who you like and you know your whole life. So, facts. I think that's that, that that's good for them. Saying how they didn't have mostly who Luca wanted and they went with Jason Kidd. At least they did this for 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 Luca. Now they just gotta work on Porzingis. That reminds me, <laughs> Jason Kidd went out here and it. said Porzingis is the first perfect fit for Luca. Jason Kidd is not starting on the right track. K 
Cap. He's not starting on the right track. In my takeoff voice. Why? Why would he say that? Why? Why would he say that? Yeah. Is he trying to up like Porzingis' trade value or something? Because, <laughs> like we said, Porzingis is no pandemic P. So I don't think Hell. having pandemic P next to next to Luca's the perfect fit. Yo, if that's the case, that's low. That's low as fuck. That I don't is, know, bro. I don't. I don't know why he would say that. It makes no sense. That is low. You you obviously saw Porzingis not not do very well with the Mavs. You need a star next to Luca because Luca can't be averaging a thirty point triple double every night to win a game. For sure. So, not not the not the best start, Jason Kidd. <laughs> uh, think before you talk, bro. Think, think before, before you, you talk. talk. I don't know what you were thinking, bro. Oh Lord. All right, that's it for the assistant coaches, at least that I have so far. You know, there's so many in the league. Who knows? Probably we end this episode and another one gets announced. But yeah, last last thing we have. It it always happens, bro. It's like we finish an episode and then so they get announced. It's, it's Fucking it. Michael Jordan's coming out of retirement. Oh my god! Who knows, bro? Space Jam three. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan gets pissed off because LeBron did so well in Space Jam two. He's like, "Fuck it, Space Jam 3. Ooh, y'all fucking with the new Space Jam? Let us know. Let us know. I ain't seen it yet. Uh, I'm gonna see it right after this episode, boy. Alright, next, last topic I have right now. Um, It's not a big major one. Um, The NBA is celebrating, I think Why it's... Why is it a topic then? Because it's history. Yeah. The NBA is celebrating its 75-year anniversary of the of my favorite sport. Congrats to the NBA. And because of that, they have unveiled a brand new logo. I don't, I don't know if it's a new logo completely or if it's just for the season, but either way, there's a new logo. Your thoughts, opinion on that? Looks like a, a bejeweled logo, no cap. A bejeweled logo. You remember bejeweled fucking game? Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, looks like bejeweled. That's that's the first thing I think of when I look at it. Bejeweled or Candy Crush, one or the other. Okay, I don't know about Candy Crush. I'll give you bejeweled. I don't think of. I think of Candy Crush, and I think of like my aunts, my old family members who would always play that game. For sure, bejeweled. Yeah. No, Candy Crush. I love Candy Crush. Sponsor. But um Okay. What you think of it? Um I th- I hope it's only for this season. I hope it's not yeah, like a, a full time a full time logo. And it's like there's not much to talk about. It's like a diamond put put Jerry West on a diamond with the seventy seventy five on it. They need to bring back the it's a lot. Things they need, they need to bring back the Spanish jerseys. I like. I used to like those. Yes. Spanish jerseys, and then the sh- the the Kobe the Kobe uh shirt jerseys, like the ones the Lakers had. They were like shirts. They were like shirts, but they were jerseys. They were shirts, it's but like, they were jerseys. It's like compression. The arm, the sleeve jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Them shits. Yeah, I think NBA players hated them. Really? Yeah. Remember, I think LeBron ripped off the sleeve one time because he was pissed off. Oh, Lord. And I think since it's LeBron, they stopped doing it because it's LeBron. Oh, LeBron always ruining stuff. But anyway, there's a new logo. Um, There's not much to say. I just wanted to know. So there's a new logo to the NBA. <laughs> Got a bejeweled logo. Got a bejeweled logo to see how the progress, you know, the NBA has so much money now that the logo's a diamond now. For sure. It shows the progress. For you sure. know, you got LeBron making like fifty million a year sometimes. So, sign sponsor us NBA. Like, we need some of that money, bro. Like, stop being greedy. 
Stop being greedy. Share the wealth. Our time gonna come, bro. Hopefully. Hopefully. But that's about it. I think that basically conclude this week's episode no. of the ONJ podcast, the greatest podcast in the world, the greatest podcast you've ever heard and ever will hear. Smartest decision you ever made. Smartest decision you've ever made. Was opening that phone or PC and click and play. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Now, now you could make another great decision in your life. Go over to twitch.tv slash ONJ podcast or go to YouTube look up ONJ podcast subscribe if you can't find them the links are in our IG and Twitter bios our Twitter is at ONJ podcast our Instagram is at ONJ underscore podcast perfect make sure you tune in cause very very soon we will be releasing our very first YouTube video which would be our mock draft for the well our our lottery mock draft of the nba yeah so be on the lookout for that for sure and of course as always on whatever podcast platform you're listening on make sure you like subscribe follow download comment everything that needs to be done help us help us grow because as we mentioned and as you agree with us this is the greatest podcast in the world more people need to know about it low budget Soon, big bucks, big money, big big bucks, big bangs. <laughs> Yo, end the shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everybody for joining. We out. Yes, sir.